0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fire and podcast. Today, we have Chase sharing with us on the principles of the four R's. Repent, receive, rebuke, replace. And then he shares with us on original design, how to get original design, and then he gives us some demonstrations with some of our students. Let's jump right in.
1: So, I want to do one more tool, though. How many of you guys are excited to get original design prayer this morning? It's going to be so fun. I'm glad we didn't do it yesterday, because I feel like... We won't have it like cut short. We'll be able to really get like a special time of everybody getting authentic, original time prayer from from your staff. But to do that, did everybody, I wanted to give you one more tool. This is an important tool. We'll use it the entire week. But since we're going to go after that one assignment that's been coming against your life, I want to give you a scriptural tool of how to repent and take authority over assignments against our life. So does everybody have their salvation encounter? Can you hold it up real quick? There we go. If you don't have one, um, please uh, join with somebody next to you and turn with me to page 20, 30. Sorry, not 20. Turn with me to page 30. Oh, last comment. Did anybody have fun last night at ministry night? I had so much fun, guys. I was in a little bit of a state of delirium uh, by 8 p.m. It was 11 p.m. back home. My kids got up at 4.30 a.m. yesterday, Um, so we were rumbling all day long. And then at 8 p.m., I was like, what is happening right now? This is going crazy. Uh, But so fun to be around you guys. I feel the level of hunger. I feel like the word that Lindy gave even of this is a crew of worshipers. Man, you could see it breaking through. There's such authentic hunger to worship Jesus. Um, And then if you're in the mosh pit and I shut you down, forgive me. (laughs) But I'm not sorry. Um, Okay, we're going to jump in. (laughs) to the the four r's today does that sound good okay what are the four r's on page 30 i'm going to do a simple tool to break this down we'll refresh on original design and then we'll pray sound good um now the four r's this cannot be a robotic religious tool gotta approach this in faith this is a biblically based tool that we get to use in freedom for this whole week but so much more you got to let the four R's, let the scriptures hit your heart. Let the scriptures ignite your heart today because we are going to use the four R's a bunch this week. You'll use the four R's a bunch in your life. It's just basic biblical principles of how to prayerfully walk out repentance, returning to Jesus, and getting free of strongholds. This is exciting. Okay, so first R, everybody say repent. Repent. And then give me a smile. Let me see everyone's just amazing smiles this morning. Okay, that's what I'm talking about repentance is joyful okay here we go I'm just gonna read the book so that you can see how easy it is to train others in the four R's and freedom okay a lot of stuff I'm gonna do this week I'm going to read out of the salvation encounter the books that you have because I want you to see how effective it is and I want you to know that you have a tool that you can use anywhere you go if you feel stuck man I don't know how to set this person free of fear you have a tool if you feel stuck I don't know how to get this person free of shame you have a tool So that's why I'm going to keep it really basic and simple, is that you can grab a hold of these truths and take it with you. Sound good? So first one, repent. Call it what it is. It is your sin. Okay. It's going to be hard to get free of stuff if we don't just call it sin. Isn't that revolutionary? If we don't call our sin, sin, don't miss this. If we don't call our sin, sin, it's hard to get forgiven and free of it. Oh, it's really not that bad, Chase. It's, it's really just, it's just a minor thing. If we don't approach anything that the Holy Spirit wants to highlight, anything that he says, hey, that's sin, we got to get rid of it. If we don't approach it calling it sin, we can never actually get free, okay? Acts 3.19 says this, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Isn't this awesome? Did you know that you can repent of any sin that you've ever done? There's actually nothing outside of the blood of Jesus washing you clean today. There's nothing you've done that's too extreme that the Lord looks at and goes, man, that one was just a little bit too much. I can't help that person. No, this is the glory of the blood of Jesus. There's not a sin that he looks at that he can't wipe away in a single moment. This is why repentance is awesome. It's because we get the really good end of the deal. He pays the ultimate price. All he asks us to do is turn from the sin, repent, and run to him. Now, part of the word repent, in the Greek it's metanoia. And the connotation of this word is that you are changing the way you think. Changing the way you live. Full biblical repentance is not just a prayer moment. Full biblical repentance is saying, like, I am turning from that sin and I'm no longer going to do it anymore. So, repentance is this saying, Man, Lord, I confess, I've had so much fear of man. I hate it. I call that sin sin. Fear of man is a sin, it's a snare. That's what the Bible says. I'm repenting of my sin, I'm turning to Jesus. And I'm running towards Jesus. Now, real repentance doesn't just mean I pray the prayer, and that's good. That's an amazing start. That's what we're going to do a lot this week. But real repentance is I'm turning to Jesus, and I'm going to walk in fear of God only and no more fear of man. So I've been afraid to, let's just make this really practical. I've been afraid to talk to leaders. I don't know what it is. I got fear of authority. Had some bad experiences with my own earthly father or maybe a coach or something. And I've got this fear stronghold of authority where I'm afraid to talk to even staff in the DTS or school leaders because i got this weird thing with fear of authority. Does that make sense? You could pray a prayer today violently, which we're going to pray some violent prayers because the enemy doesn't go softly. So we'll pray, we'll repent, but then the Lord's probably going to give you one or two things. Hey, I want you to go talk to that leader now, introduce yourself because they don't even know your name yet, and ask them two questions about how they got on fire for Jesus. Build a relationship with a leader. God's going to, does that make sense? So repentance, it's calling sin, sin, turning from it, and then it's beginning to walk in the other direction. Everybody say, repent. Okay. Number two, everybody say, receive. Receive. Okay, second R in the four R's is receiving God's forgiveness and cleansing. Ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit to strengthen you in your thoughts, behavior, and emotions. Psalm 103, the Lord is compassionate and gracious. They're not even a part of us anymore. When you confess sin, it's no longer a part of your history. Did you know the blood of Jesus, When you get born again. Not only does it give you a new future, it gives you a new past. He redefines your past. He blots out sin. He won't bring it up. He doesn't remember it. It's good news. 1 John 1.9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Sometimes we just need to confess our sins to a brother. Things we've been terrified to say, you just got to say it out loud. But you did a lot of that last week probably with Pure Heart. But to confess our sins to a brother, if it ever plagues you, confessing it to God is right. We're going to do a lot of that. But when you confess to a brother or a sister, there's something that happens where the enemy loses his ability to have a hold on your heart with that specific sin. It's now brought out of darkness into the light where the blood of Jesus can be applied to your life and that sin can be blotted out and removed from your history. That's how it works. Okay, so everybody say receive. Receive. I said it yesterday, but for the sake of proving a point, I used to confess some of the same sins over and over and over again because I thought it was a holy thing that I was doing. Show how holy I am to God. Lord, I'm really sorry. Yeah, son, I forgave you the first time. No, Lord, let me tell you. I am really, really sorry. Chase you're my son, I forgave you the first time you said it. Lord, I can't hear that right now. I'm too busy repenting. Hold on. I am so sorry. Yeah, I said so this time. It's extreme, Lord. And godly grief is good, but if we keep confessing over and over again, and we don't actually receive the forgiveness, because here's the, here's the reality, is pride wants to keep us from receiving God's forgiveness this week. It's It's a spirit of pride that keeps us from humbling ourselves, saying we are in need of mercy. We are in need of the blood. We're not strong enough without it. We've got to receive God's mercy. This is essential to the four R's. This is not like an obvious, duh, do it. No, we have to actually apply the blood and receive God's mercy today, okay? That's how we really seal things up. Okay, so everybody say receive. Receive. Third one, rebuke. Everybody say rebuke. Rebuke. Everyone say Rebuke. Okay, this one's fun. You to take your rightful place of authority through the power of Jesus' death and resurrection and renounce any comfort or payoff received from the sin. Matthew 4.10, Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan. How many of us know that Jesus is the model for our life? Okay, James 4.7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will free- flee from you. I hit it yesterday, so I don't need to go long on this one. But we have to know there is a real war and there's a real enemy. Demons are real. They actually hate our guts. Deliverance really still happens. And we really have to resist the devil and his minions. If we pretend like it's all ethereal spiritual war, we will not engage in spiritual warfare with biblical truth at our back we will engage half-hearted, not expecting real demons to be moved back. But if we approach spiritual warfare with the tools of the blood of Jesus and the authority of Christ residing in your heart, you better believe when we get an opportunity to push the enemy back in areas where he has robbed from our lives, robbed, he has stolen from your life, year after year, day after day, it's only fitting and right that we approach him with zeal and violence in the spirit to push him back. If fear of man has been dominating your life, and God had a gift for you today, and said, I'm going to set you free from fear of man today. How many of you would be excited to not pray a pretty prayer, but to pray a prayer of like, in Jesus' name, fear of man, no longer will I bow to your lies. I don't care what leaders think, I don't care what the person next to me thinks, I'm going to live in fear of God I'm stepping out of fear of man, I'm getting free today. Who cares what anyone thinks but God alone? Fear of man, shut your mouth, get out of my life. How many would like to push back fear of man today? It's different. Gets you excited, right? say no, because here's the reality. Fear is a spirit. And fear is not from God. And perfect love drives it out. You know that word drive, it means he drives it out violently, okay? Here we go, all right. Almost started preaching on fear. Let's go back to training moment. Okay. You going to say rebuke? Rebuke. Okay, fourth thing say replace. Replace. Okay, this is half of the battle. A lot of this week, we will spend a majority of our time on the first three in prayer, and we will pray this fourth R. But half of the battle, it's the sanctification process I talked about yesterday. It's replacing. Let's go back to fear of man. This is our example right now. It's going to be replacing. After we pray, get free of fear of man. It's going to be replacing it with the opposite. The opposite of fear of man is fear of God and and confidence in who God is inside of you. So to walk in that, that's going to be the next 70-year journey of growing in your confidence of God inside of you and growing in fear of God and smashing fear of man, right? But the replacement part we got to grab a hold of it. There's going to be areas this week. It's going to be, we'll cover too much to be able to fully grab hold of everything. But there's going to be one or two things the Holy Spirit's going to highlight, I believe, personally, for every individual in the tent. Where it's like, I am taking back ground this week. I am going to war on this thing. It will not dominate my life anymore. I am going to win with Jesus Christ as my victory. Does that sound good? So pay attention to what the Holy Spirit highlights to you this week. Okay. Galatians 2.20. Lindy said this last night, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Spirit. That Ephesians verse is coming where Paul is contrasting, you've come out of these sin patterns and said put on these godly patterns. So be filled with the Spirit. Everyone say be filled. Be filled. Do you know that's not a one-time thing? It's a regular asking, Holy Spirit, fill my life, fill me up, fill my life, Holy Spirit, take over again, Holy Spirit, I cleared out some room, fill me up, we're going to have some fun prayers this week. By the end of this week, who knows what happens on Friday when we worship and we pray for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit because we've cleared out so much room for him. He's actually not hesitant, he's eager, but we have to give him the jurisdiction and clear the enemy out where we've been living in patterns of sin, okay? All right, you guys Ready? Okay, let's do the four R's. Everybody, what's the first one? What's the second one? What's the third? What's the fourth? Amen. Okay, so why I did that quick, this is a tool, right? I did that quick tool because we're not just going to pray for your original design. We're going to pray for one assignment that the Lord wants to take you out of or to remove off of your life today. So here's what I want to do. Me and Sam, we're going to pray for one or two more people to model this. We'll do it right now. And then we're going to break up around the tent. Your staff are going to get into pairs. They're going to line up around the entire tent. You're going to get in short lines. Everybody's going to get their original design prayer today. And everyone's going to get one assignment broken off their life. But I want to model it so that you know what we're doing, okay? Um, We're going to get two new volunteers, one guy, one girl. You're the first hand I saw. Yep. Come on up. We'll start with you. And then we'll get a guy after that. What's your name? Monty? Bonnie. Bonnie. Sorry, Bonnie. Welcome up, Bonnie. Let's go. Okay, same thing we did yesterday. Lean in. You hear God. You hear something for her, write it down. Give it to her lady. Like, what if she gets 200 things? That's a good day for Bonnie. Okay? It's amazing. So we're just going to pray for Bonnie. We'll do two rounds. Maybe actually we'll just, yeah, we'll do two rounds. This will be your original design right now in front of everybody. Does that sound good? Yes, sir. Okay. And if there's time, you can get a bonus. Okay. So we're just going to ask the Lord, and then we'll get that one assignment. Jesus, thank you for Bonnie. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this tent. We say, Holy Spirit, would you lead and and guide and direct this whole morning? We surrender and submit to your voice and your ways. We remind ourselves that you love to tell us our original design. You're a good father. You love telling your kids who they are. So we pray for Bonnie right now. We ask for just one thought for Sam and myself. God, would you give us one thing of her original design right now in Jesus' mighty name? Hey, Bonnie, I heard something right away. Um, I just, uh, I saw this picture, and I saw you say, don't fake it. And I feel like you're a no, like, messing around, no faking, no hype. Like, maybe small talk isn't your, f- I just feel like you want the real thing, and you were created to be a plumb line for the real thing. I feel like when it gets into religious hype or flattery or a thing that isn't, like, this is what I really, I feel like you're like, no, I got one life. I'm not here to mess around. I want the real. Um, so I just feel like you were like a, you are like a, a nothing fake type of person. Does that make sense? You are authentic. I feel the the design piece is you're really authentic and you long for authentic relationship with God and with people.
0: Does that resonate? Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah, the the first word I felt was ingenuity. um, And I feel like God has gifted you with ideas specifically on how to mobilize the church into fulfilling the Great Commission. And that even as you go back to America or wherever you spend your life, Um, That He's going to give you the gift of ingenuity and having ideas on how to mobilize people into their faith and how to seeing the Great Commission fulfilled.
1: Does that resonate too? Yes. Oh, by the way, this was my mistake. Is anybody recording this or right? Can somebody be a scribe? Can somebody? That means write it down. Right here. Can you write those two down? And then here's what we'll do in in your prayer lines. Quick teaching moment. These are encouraging, right? Okay. Always check if they're encouraging. In your prayer lines, if you are next in line, I want you to be the scribe for the person before you. Because it will, one, activate your faith, it will, two, serve that person, and we're going to help each other out today, okay? When you have it written down, it's different than a voice memo. It's just something to have it written down on paper. So find a way. We'll get everybody their written original design today, okay? So that's good? Good. No, stay up here. You're not done. You're not done. We're just getting started. We're going to do one more round, and then we are gonna. We got time today. And I'm going to linger on original design, guys. This is foundational for everything else we do. So it's important. We're going to pray one more round because everyone's going to get. You're all going to get two rounds of prayer in the prayer teams, okay? So you'll get four things today and then the one assignment. So we're going to go one more time and then we'll hear the assignment. And then you're going to pray it all out in front of everybody. Sound good? Sure. Okay. Jesus, we thank you for Bonnie. We know that there's more that you want to say about her design, God. So we just ask, what are those next things, Lord, and her original design of how you made her, God, that you want to speak in Jesus' mighty name? Thank you for speaking, Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, so the first thing I felt um, was that he's given you a grace and like a welcomingness. I don't know if that's a word, um, but so that as people come to know you um, and they come to meet you, you being yourself and you being directly who God has created you to be without any fear of man and insecurity, that opens up the door for them to also step into who they are without having any fear of man and insecurity. Um, So I feel like God has really made you someone to like, Welcome people in, and by being yourself, it enables them to also be themselves in Christ.
1: Come on, does that make sense? Yeah. And are you writing this down? Yeah, yeah. Okay, both. And what was the specific thing here? A person of grace and what was? Th-
0: yeah, like like welcoming. Like there was a, I don't know, Hospit No, not hospitality. Um, confidence, almost like she, her confidence would bring other people into that confidence. Cool.
1: I'm asking that question because. What we're hearing today, it's more than just an encouraging word, right? These are identity pieces. So I'm trying to get, like, what are those identity? Because you can tell people, like, hey, you're going to have a great day. God's going to blow you up, and that will be awesome. But you're getting some of these core identity pieces is what we're asking for. Um, I heard something. Lord, bring it back. Um, oh, I saw a picture of you worshiping, and, like, your hands were like this. So I just felt like the Lord said you're a worshiper. But I saw other people were distracted, and I saw you start to lift their hands. So I feel like you're a worshiper and a leader at the same time. Where I feel like you long for Jesus to get glory. So it's not enough for you in a time of worship, like just to be like you're like, I feel like you're trying to get other people, like, hey, get your attention on him. This is for him. It's for him. So I feel you're a worshiper and a leader. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't fake it, no messing around. Amen. Okay. So those four things make sense. Okay, we're gonna ask what's that one assignment that keeps you from stepping into these four things? And we're gonna repent and break it off today. You ready for that? Yes, sir. We're just gonna hear one. Okay, Holy Spirit, we just thank you, Jesus, that you are fighting on Bonnie's behalf, God. We thank you that you want to release greater victory in her life, Lord, and you are the one who brings freedom. So we ask Holy Spirit, would you show us what's one assignment against her life that the enemy has had that you want to break and finish today, Jesus? We are asking for just one thing that you want to destroy, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, I'm just going to go, Sam, because I heard right away. Um, I just heard fear of what others think and misunderstanding. And it causes you to want to retreat. So sometimes there's a fear because it's probably happened where people have misunderstood maybe your straight talk or your honesty or your, just who you are. And I feel like it, it will, the spirit wants you to retreat rather than being confident and bold in who you are. So the spirit's assignment is, is it's misunderstanding, but it's with a fear of man. Like, how will they receive? When the Lord is going to pull you in, like, some people are going to misunderstand. and not going to be able to fully receive, but you got to be you and keep walking in confidence. Does that make sense? Amen. So here's what I want you to do. They're all right here, um, and they'll be written down. And so I might stop you, but you're going to grab the mic, and you're going to say, in Jesus' name, I am. You're going to declare these things as who you are. And you do it confidently and boldly, a little bit loud, okay? okay. And then I'll help you with the freedom part. Okay. In Jesus'
0: name, I accept the ingenuity and authenticity authenticity you give the confidence the creators of others and confidence the worshiper and the leader lord for i i ignore and get rid of the fear of what others think and for the misunderstandings i'm perceived we're gonna go a little bit more
1: in the detail we're gonna keep no that's because that was good you can get up that was good that was bold okay let's just do this Say, in
0: jesus name, in jesus name I, am not fake. I am not fake i am authentic i am authentic
1: I'm having a fun time right now. We're activating. I feel like there's a few questions that have come up. Do I hear God? Can I? You hear God. So I know you're sitting down. But I want to encourage you. We're just going to take the rest of the time because I don't, to, I don't want to shorten our time on clearing out fear. We're just going to do original design the rest of the time this morning. I want to encourage you though. Don't just sit, don't just sit there. Seriously activate in hearing God's voice. I'm watching it happen right now. These two ladies came up like, we're not sure. And then we prayed one time, and right away, Hannah heard God's voice with a clear picture to encourage Lynn right here. So I want to encourage you that God wants to speak to you real-time things. It was a cooler word than I heard by far. So God wants to speak to you to encourage your friends and for you to start activating in the gift. So here's what we're going to do. Let me get everyone's attention. Even if you're getting prayer with staff, everybody stop really quick. Stop really quick. I'm to get your attention. I don't want to miss a moment, and I don't want you to sit there and not get the fullness of what God's doing. Because here's what's happening. How many of you are getting encouraged as you hear your original design? Is anyone getting stoked to break these assignments off of your life? It's fun, right? Okay. This is real time, though. This is not just a training environment, though it is. It's you're getting equipped with a prophetic gift. You're getting activated. Now, 1 Corinthians 14 says this. This is very important. So pay attention. This is very important. Catch this, it will stir even more faith. After the famous chapter on love, when Paul's writing to the Corinthian church, we have that famous chapter on love. Check out 1 Corinthians 14.1. So this is part of building up a culture of love. I want you to catch this. It says pursue love, everyone in for that part, right? Yep. Love God, love each other, that's lifelong pursuit. Yep. And earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. That word earnestly desire, it's zilu, it means to, in the Greek, it's like to lust after or to long for. It's actually okay as a Christian to ask for the spiritual gifts to be activated in your life. It's okay to long for the spiritual gifts. Not to build yourself up, but to build his kingdom and his body up. Why else would Paul command a church that is struggling, going crazy in the gifts, To ask for the gifts unless God really wanted to use spiritual gifts to build up his church. Now check this out, rest of the verse. Especially that you may prophesy. It's a biblical command to ask for the spiritual gifts especially that you would prophesy. So we're going to do a 15 second prayer. It's going to be really fun. You're going to repeat after me. We're going to ask for God to activate the prophetic in us to a greater measure. We're going to obey the Bible right now and then we're going to go pray for each other and God's going to speak to everybody in the tent, okay? Sound good? Say this with me. Jesus, Jesus you, speak to me. you speak to me. So I ask, so I ask for, an for an activation of prophecy, of prophecy. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. I want to prophesy. I want to, prophesy. I want to build the church. I want to build church. Holy, Spirit, Holy Spirit, I give you permission to speak to me again and again. Amen. Okay, so if you've gotten prayer, I want you to pray for each other. If you're in line, stay in line and get your original design. Okay, we'll go the next 20 minutes.